Hello there. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And we've got a fun one for you today. Uh, Joe got some new toys uh, out in the yard and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and I'm just going to have an old man yells at clouds moment today. Yeah. You I, know, I feel it and I hate it. You know, it, it always, there comes a day <laughs> where you get mad and then you know that that's when you're old. Yeah. Today was my day. It, it happens. So recently in tech news, Apple just released the Apple vision pro. Yep. A $3,500 VR headset. Yep. That has, as of right now, not a whole lot going for it. About 10 applications. Like you have all the Apple, (laughs) you know, atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. And look, I have Apple phone watch. My laptop is a 2010 MacBook Pro. So I'm not in the MacBook ecosystem anymore (laughs) i literally can't update to whatever the newest ios is no and google chrome is like yo if you want to update you need to upgrade and i'm like "Mm, no (laughs) yeah they're yelling at windows 8 too yeah (laughs) um but the thing that's driving me insane is how people are going around wearing it and it's like a tiktok trend now oh uh, it's always the tiktok that that gets people to, to really just hate you more. Pretty much. Mm. Hello, 4am watch. And yes, it is. Uh, it's probably my oldest hoodie that I have, <laughs> but also my most comfortable. That's why it's the oldest. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason I haven't gotten rid of it. Stains <laughs> and all. <laughs> Teeth so, marks on the little rubber, little mm. rubber nubbins. So I, I am a fan of what Apple's trying to do with the Vision Pro because I am a VR user and I know that to get mass appeal of VR, someone like Apple needs to basically make it look cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like wearing it on like the subway or I saw people walking around the mall or walking around the streets of New York. Yeah. So I saw a TikTok today of a guy going into a coffee shop, ordering his food. He had his food order on like the notes app in there. Mm. So he had that up while it's in like pass through mode. So he's able to read his like checklist. And he literally, he's sitting there, he's talking to the guys like, yeah, I'd like a, a large uh, latte with this and that and the other thing. And then I'll have one of these. Oh, and like checking off as you go. Yeah. Oh, oh and then no. it's, He also goes and he goes to sit down at his table and he's sitting there eating his food and he's like scrolling through everything. But everyone else just sees this weird, you know, this crazy guy just going. Yeah. Like like flailing around and everything. You know, they had a lot of good ideas with the Vision Pro. The weird eyes on the outside. Not one of them. No, not it. So I'm showing Joe the video of it. Oh, and it's literally just the guy wearing the goggles and it's the typical like broccoli haircut guy. You know what I don't like about this is that there was a camera in the corner. I'm assuming that's a patron. So that had to be one of their friends. Yeah. It's this guy. It's apparently this, uh, Greg's gadgets influencer. Great. 
So this is like a setup. Like someone walked in. 100% a setup. Yeah. But like, this is stupid. Yeah. And he's sitting there. He orders his food and he's sitting there checking things off. And now he's scrolling Twitter while eating his food. And he's just kind of swiping. Yeah. And what's stupid too is it's not in front of him. He has to look down to eat. So he still can't see the. It's the exact same thing as using your phone. Yeah. But worse. Yeah. It's your phone with extra steps. <laughs> yeah, it's your, exactly. And it just, I and I know this is old man yells at clouds, but uh, come on. Be no. a little more into it. And granted, I'm also the person that like, if nothing's really going on or if I'm like zoned out or checking out, I'll look at my phone sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. I'm still paying attention to what's going on and everything like that. But like that's one of those things where there's it's it's i it's ipad kids grown up that's what this is <laughs> i think the biggest thing is right now there are no applications for this device it is the equivalent of the people who bought like the first generation iphones where there was no store yet you had an iphone and however many apps they gave you and that's what it is and it's cool. It's going to grow into something because they put a lot of tools in there for people oh, yeah. to develop. It's, it's Apple. It's not going right. to well, just go uh, away for the most part. Yeah, they've they've hit a couple. There's um, enough Apple crazies that are just like, yeah. I need to buy this and show everyone it's clout. And I think that's where we're at right now is people have to find a way to try to feel like they got, like they justified their purchase. Mm-hmm. Because realistically speaking, Anybody who is buying a Vision Pro right now should be developers, people who plan on making applications, or people who are testing applications. Those are the three people who should be buying it right now um, because it's a test device. It's you're, you're, you're beta testing stuff. Apple Maps isn't even set up for it yet. Yeah. Like, Meanwhile, did you also see the video, and there's actually apparently like actual legislation going through, with there are videos of people driving in their self-driving Teslas. Oh, yeah, someone got arrested. Wearing their stupid Apple Vision thing. Yeah, he was just like, he got arrested. The the the, the guy that I saw got arrested for Good. It. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even a ticket. It was straight up arrested. You have to be an idiot to do something like that. Oh, yeah, no, you got to be. Like, and I get it. No, I'm doing it for, for clout. I'm trying to get all these followers. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. No, I, like I said, I, I think it's going to be good once the, like the store starts moving and like applications start coming on and like, mm-hmm. there's no YouTube right now either. Like, yeah, you have to go online and go to YouTube.com. YouTube.com. Yeah. There's no like app for it yet. Like that's how few apps there are for this thing. And it sucks as like a normal VR user to have to root for this stupid thing to do good because if it fails, VR fails. Yeah. And there's no in between. If if this fails, then VR is gone because the mass appeal and the mass market doesn't want it. You know, I I see I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Only because Oculus and Met well Meta mm. has been around. This is now on, you know, the Quest 3. But there have been a, two other iterations. But this is make or break. I don't really know if it's make or break because it's been, this is going to be 
mainstream mm-hmm. or it's going to keep VR in its, I'm not going to say niche. niche. It is. But <laughs> I think with if the Apple Vision Pro succeeds, we are going to see a lot more mainstream VR. Right. And instead of a slight novelty that it is right now. Well, that's... You know what I mean? That's what VR needs, though. They need... Fair. They need to get to mass market appeal. That way, you get AAA games, and you get more developers, mm-hmm. and you get good applications instead of 700 versions of ping pong. Uh, <laughs> and, like, you know, the or same... Or three different music and rhythm games. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, like, the same three apps over and over again. Mm-hmm. You need, like, Meta's obviously dumping a ton of resources into this. And they made a new game called Asgard uh, 2. They made the first one years ago. And this is the second one. And it's a phenomenal game. Mm -hmm. Really cool. It's as close as you're going to get for like uh, a triple A um, like developed type game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's really good. It like, I, I have it. I played it. It was a good time. Um, it's a long game. It's not like, you know, 15 minutes long. Oh, like, that's it, it's like a full like hours and hours worth of game that's um, cool. and a story. And I feel like the Vision Pro needs to succeed for us to keep getting those. Yeah. Because right now, all of the developers are making like these 15, 20 minute games. Like the Star Wars one was really cool and you get to be Darth Vader and like choke someone out. But it's like 15 minutes long. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. And that's why I've been weary of buying games in general. Because I, I have the Quest 2, and it's great. I have, you know, I have uh, Beat Saber and all that. Mm-hmm. And I see all the different Star Wars games, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I want that. Like, yeah. there was uh, a couple years ago, they had that big push for that one Star Wars game mm-hmm. uh, where you're with hanging out with, like, a droid and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want that. And then it's like, oh, here's 20 bucks. How long's the game? Oh, it's like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's it's and it's an experience, not a game. Yeah. Which which is cool. Cool, but, but not $20 cool. No. And so that's why I'm saying that the the Vision Pro needs to succeed to get that mass market like Fair. next step up. And I you are absolutely right that. Because yeah. I think if it fails, then Meta's kind of also see it and be like, "All right, we're dumping a ton of resources into this and it failed on that side." Mm-hmm. Are we going to double down or once people get a bad taste in their mouth, they're not going to be like, well, let's check out the other guys. Yeah. It's cheaper. So it's probably better. Like they're not going to think of it that yeah. way. They're going to be like, oh, it's probably worse because no, it's, it's cheaper. Yeah, it's, it's cheaper. It's, you know, a third of the price, yeah. even though well, like a fifth, uh, <laughs> even though realistically speaking, the sensors wise, like, so I'm in a ton of quest three forums and like reddits and all that. Cause usually if someone has a problem, or if you have a problem, someone else has the problem. And it's really easy to kind of, like, find the solutions. So it's really good for, like, that. And yeah. um, what games are good, because there's a lot of community in there. So I follow a bunch of those. And there are a handful of people who are, like, the crazy VR people who did go buy a Vision Pro just to compare mm-hmm. the two. And everyone was like, so realistically speaking, the Quest gets you, like, 90% of the way there. In terms of like the camera quality okay. and and like the experience, um, there were a couple things that the Vision Pro didn't have or that do have that the Quest doesn't. The main one was, and that's important, um, 
the spatial, like it has LIDAR sensors in it. So if you put like a window like up in the corner and like walk around and move or whatever, the window is going to stay exactly where you put it. Oh, that's cool. Um, and that's a cool feature. Yeah. Because if you do that now in the quest and you start walking around, that window is going to be walking with you. Yeah. Because um, you're only really putting it like here. Right. <laughs> like in your, po- in your point of view. Yeah. You're not, you're not putting it in place. You're putting it in front of where you think it would like to go. Yeah, it's on like a coordinate plane kind of thing. That being said, Meta pushed out an update, which has yet to hit my quest, so I don't know yet. <laughs> but they did push out an update for that feature. So I was like, this is a good thing all around because the features that people don't like or don't care about in the, the Vision Pro, Apple is obviously going to just like start phasing them out a little bit or mm-hmm. not really care as much. But a lot of people were really, really excited about being able to put like a YouTube video up on the wall where your TV is and then walk around and basically have a TV. So Meta was like, oh, cool. A lot of people use that. Let's put it in our software. That is pretty cool. So, And I, like that's the kind of competition that they need right. in order to boost themselves, like both, right. both of them up. Yeah, because there's not... It's, it's meta, and then you have Vive, but Vive kind of moved and went towards, um, like, enterprise users. They went more towards, like, you know, professional uh, use, and that's cool and all, but, you know, for most people, it's going to... I could see know. that get kind of silly, though. You know, for, I, for, like, professional use, like, I'm picturing, because with my job, I work from home. Mm-hmm. I'm on a computer all day. I have three monitors. I could always need, use more space. Yeah. So I could see that yeah. working out. As right. long as I have, you know, my keyboard and all that kind of thing. So I started looking I at... I could see that. I started looking at... There was an app I was, like, this close to buying. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head because I saw it this morning. Um, but it is basically a workstation in the headset. So you plug it into your computer, you run it, and then... You have up to five monitors, uh, and you can kind of, like, change where you're at, you know, sitting on, like, a nice virtual desk or whatever with, like, a cup of coffee and blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> you could have, like, five full monitors running and your laptop or whatever is, like, right in front of you. So it's, you know, cool for work. Yeah. I get it for business. Um, but it just... Um, you know, as as far as, like, games and stuff like that is concerned, I don't think there's a single one for the Vision Pro right now. I think the main thing you could do it, like, you could do with it right now is just watch videos. And not the fun ones. You don't even get the 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 VR porns. Uh, that was, like, a big... <laughs> that was, like, a big thing on the internet was, like, you can't watch... I bought a $3,500 device. I can't watch porn on it. <laughs> It was like, well, you could watch like, you know, the boring flat porn, but you can't watch the 3D porn. And I was like, well, I'm glad, you know, at least someone tried. Right. So I I forget why or what they were doing to warrant, uh, I guess, the applications aren't working or like the way you view it on like a website isn't working or something. I didn't go into full details because it was just funny. Yeah. but um, it, it it's interesting at how many things you can't uh, use the 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 device for. Yeah, 
So, oh look, we're getting a spam. Uh, we're 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 so important. We're getting a spam uh, yeah. bot in our chat. I got them deleted and <laughs> banned. Um, so it, it's an interesting, you know, yeah. a, an interesting concept that they released it so early that they don't even have like content for it yet. Yeah, but so I was looking at um what games are included right now. Yeah, with it. Uh, there's a game called Black Box, which is also an iOS app. Mm. Oh, so there is a thing that's, they're kind of cheating. 20 bucks. Yeah, they have like compatible apps, which are just um, Apple, like already apps that are on the App Store that just happen to work on the Vision Pro. I mean, I'm sensing game of the year candidates right here. (laughs) The game's included. Mm -hmm. Chess. Mm. which according to this article is the strategy board game of pawns and kings for two players play with others in real time or with turn-based correspondence on your own schedule i would love to know if it's like 3d chess or if it's just like the flat board and you just (laughs) you just use your finger like like windows xp yeah (laughs) uh they have solitaire oh good hearts uh-huh uh yacht yacht yachty but it's called Yacht because oh. Yahtzee's trademarked. Uh-huh. Uh, they have Sea Battle <laughs> instead of Battleships. Battleship. Yeah. Um, so they went for board games. And then they have some other like puzzle games. They have Puzzling Places, Super Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Super. Synth Riders. Tiny Fins, which is apparently a fish game. Yeah, you have to guide fish through... Uh, sorry. You guide a school of cute fish through rings. Okay, okay. So it's just cute fish, then, you know. It's it's all the difference. Golf and wisp. I wonder, again, I wonder with golf if it's like golf golf or if it's like... It's probably some kind of AR golf where it's just like... Yeah. Because, like, I know there is a golf game that I have yet to buy on my headset because I was hoping that it would come out on Steam and I didn't have to buy it on the headset. But I might cave and buy it because you could really... So the people started selling like uh, clubs now that like you put your thing in I and you could that. really just whip the shit out of it. There's a hockey one that I want. Yeah. So, so the Quest 2 is better for these type of uh, accessories because the Quest 2, you have that ring around the outside and a lot of companies use that ring to like, you know, put a piece of Velcro or like a strap or something back there to really just hold it down and in yeah. place. The Quest 3 doesn't have the, the ring anymore. It's just, if you cut oh, the ring out, like it's the just... St- oh, so, no. <laughs> so people have been putting it, like, in the stick, and then you have, like, a piece of rubber, and then you just screw a nut oh to, like, God. you know, kind of, like, just clamp it on, and then just pray, and... It'll fit. It'll be fine. Some of the reviews were like, well, it lasted three hours, and now I need a new control. I'm totally picturing someone getting like the baseball bat extension or something like that. You take one swing and that thing goes through your window. So the one I was looking at was golf and the guy took, he's like, it worked for a few hours, worked great. Uh, Until it didn't. Went to go hit one and it flew across the wall uh, into a picture frame. The picture frame is no longer with us. Neither (laughs) is that controller. I hope the company does uh, does good by us. Or by me and replaces the controller that they just broke, um, and I'm like, that is terrifying because that is. that was the highest rated 
thing for mine. And I'm like, I really want to play golf, but I don't want to send a controller across the room. <laughs> Just do it in a padded room. You're fine. So I guess we wait. <laughs> so, because that's what I wanted to do too. There's a hockey, it's meant for like hockey training and goaltender training and everything like that. Yeah. Where. You could either just do handheld version mm-hmm. or they make a mount that you can actually attach to your hockey equipment, mm. like the goalies to their glove and to their blocker. And you actually get into your position and you have to try to like oh, really react try to, yeah. and actually react to where like the shooter is and how far they're going to be and everything like that. It's produced by the NHL. Oh, it's like legit. So legit. it's like legit, legit. And there are some minor league goalies who are using that as like a training Mm. kind of thing. See, I love that because there's a baseball one out too. That, I saw um, that one, yeah. I, I was like kind of interested in because you could buy the, like I guess it's like a half bat and you put the controller in mm-hmm. or you could buy a thing that goes on the bat and then you use your bat, like a real bat. Yeah. And it's a batting practice like in VR. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, I need it. And then I went back to like, I don't want to send a bat across the room. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm waiting on the quest three and accessories that, um, you know, hold it. Yeah. You know, well, I think this is so cool too, because we really are living in the future. Yeah. You know, growing up, we were like, oh man, one of these days we're going to have augmented reality and all these sci-fi movies and everything like that. And think about where we were from the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Which, obviously not VR. Nope. But it implemented the motion controls and all that kind of thing. You know what's funny? And with the 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 um the accessories. I can't tell you how many of those damn Wii accessories I had just because I'm like, <laughs> I can have a hockey stick oh, just now. A shit ton of them. Baseball bat. Like so and now look at us. So Sega implemented that. It was actually supposed to be for the Dreamcast. They had a whole slew of stuff to have that kind of system on the Dreamcast. I remember. And then I think Nintendo wanted to use that on the GameCube originally, but it was like not, um, I don't think they finished it in time. So the GameCube released as is, which is why the Wii was so underpowered. It was basically a GameCube. Mm -hmm. It was for all intents and purposes like, a slightly beefed up GameCube. Yeah. Uh, because the technology was already there. They just had a, they didn't think the market was ready. And I feel like it was a fairly lateral move from GameCube to Wii graphics. Right. Well, that's why you Maybe could still. Maybe slightly better, that's but. That's why you could still plug in your GameCube controllers and play GameCube games. Mm-hmm. Because everything was there already. Yeah. So it was an interesting time. It used IR sensors. It used like, you know, what your TV remotes and everything used. Well, probably not anymore. Now TV remotes are moving towards like their own proprietary Bluetoothy thing. Um, but no more was, universal remotes. No, it's Those. I used to, I used to have one on my watch so I could just go to bars <laughs> and just be like off, off, off. What? You mean you can't use the flipper two anymore? <laughs> no, it was great. But I, I think VR, I, so this was 2016. I got my Vive. I was one of the idiots. I paid a shitload of money. It was Fucking like, Apple it was users. Like, yeah, it was like, well, it was like $1,500 for the Vive. Like, it wasn't cheap. Yeah. Um, at least there were games, though, when, you, when I got it. Um, and I remember I hooked it up up here. Uh, so it had to be 2019, 2020, 
somewhere there about, like right before COVID. Um, and I had my grandma, who is 99, um, try VR. Ooh. So I put her in uh, one of the scenes. You didn't have to move. And like a big ass like blue whale swims by and like, you know, glowing jellyfish. It's like just an underwater. You're like sitting on a, a, a fucking rock like cliff edge um, and you just watch like the fish and the scene move by. That's cool. Nothing scary. No like fucking shark flying by or anything like that. Like it's just like, you no know, jump scares for grandma. Yeah, no, no jump scares for grandma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she kept saying like, oh my God, this is like what they promised at the world's fair. Like yeah. in the 1930s. Yeah. Like this was going to be the thing. This is going to be. And like one of us had to like hold her because she, but like I gave her the controller. So she was like reaching out and like, you know, you could like kind of touch the the fish and stuff like that. And she just kept, she was like, oh my God, it was like the world's fair. This is what they promised us. This was the future. Oh my God, it's right here and that everybody so could cool. have it. And I was like, yeah, like that's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Like to be, to have a thing that people just, literally dreamt of in the thirties. Yeah. That would never exist. And now it's it's a thing that does exist. Yeah. And it's only gotten better. Yeah. We're we're in the future. Yeah. And that is the coolest freaking thing. So I guess that leads to one of the apps I've been playing, um, which has been a lot of fun, called Paradiddle. I have heard so much about it, but I know nothing about it. So Paradiddle is a VR game that is uh, basically the rock band drums, just the drums, except there's no drum set. You use the controllers. So that's you cool. put the drums where you want to put your drum set. You can kind of infinitely adjust it, height, uh, how big they are, where they are, stuff like that. They have so many drums too. It's not like, it's not like um, here's like your regular drum set, have fun. Like, I think there's like 60 drums or something for all different sounds and like cymbals and everything like that. And if you have a real drum set, like a, um, an electric drum set, you can um, input it into the game with like a MIDI adapter mm. and then actually map your electric drums to the game so you could still play. Um, and oh, not that's need cool. And actually have the physical. So you'll have, like, yeah, you have the physical. And then... You could use any USB kick pedal okay, uh, to like just click it for like a, a bass drum. Or if you have the original rock band pedal, you could plug that into the microphone jack of your computer and then let it know that the microphone jack is the pedal because there's like an option and then use that as an actual kick pedal. That is so cool. Yeah. So that was cool. And I think they have like, if you had your rock band drums, you could put it in, but... You, I wouldn't because there you actually can get more drums like virtually, so it comes yeah, like with like Neil Peart's drum, uh, yeah, like drum kit and everything. Fuck. I'll go that far, <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, there. It comes with like a handful of songs that are like you know their songs, and it's okay. And then the the big thing was people could enter their own songs. You could just put it in a folder. It's right there, and they're like, here you go here's all of the songs you could just put there, whatever you want. 
It's just, you know, if you feel like making a song, it's over there. And then that's when everyone was like, wait a minute. You could just take all of the rock band songs that exist and everything like that and put it into the game and just like, and then you have it. So I'm going to be messing with that a little bit. But in the meantime, I was just like testing it and I wanted to see how it was. So I was playing the game, the, the songs that it comes with, just, you know, the starters. Yeah. And I didn't have a pedal on me because I was just testing. So I had it set to like, you know, auto kick for me. Just use the auto kick and then I'll, I'll handle everything up top. Yeah. And I'll um, do the arms. You do the feet. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I kind of got lost. I forgot that. That's so cool. That I was, and you have like the, the highway in front, just like rock band and everything else, but it's like off in the back. So like the drum sets in front of you and they have like four locations. You can play it like a jazz bar. You can play it like a hotel, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can play, I think there's one on the moon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, I started playing a song and it was like novelty at first. Like, Oh, I'm just clicking the button and like, I'm strong. I'm in the air and nothing. And then it was actually really responsive, hmm. which is what I think got me is usually in VR when you're, you're playing um, like the, like VR type games, like the shooters and stuff like that. There is not a sense of realism because the graphics are a little meh. And like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you know, um, until I get that be active thing where I have like my head vibrating and stuff like that, but um, it's not there yet. So with this, it was like, not that it's not cartoony looking cause the drums don't look ultra realistic or anything like that, but you're playing and the, there's like no lag time, which I thought there would be. I thought there would be a, a heavy lag time because you're you're swinging pretty quick it's a drum set yeah so i thought there would be like you know i could fake it out with like a, a fake drum roll or something and the cameras would be like Bleh! but yeah. uh it's like a, oh god but that it didn't happen it it knew i guess it accounts for if you start moving fast enough it knows what Damn. you're trying to do um and i mean i was doing pretty simple like beats because i was trying to stick low level um but it i did get lost like i end up after I played a couple songs, I was like, holy shit. Like, wait a minute. These are fake. There's nothing here. Yeah. This just, I, I'm just sitting in my room right now. <laughs> Cause like when you're hitting it, your natural reaction is to hit the thing and then move up because there's a thing there. You can't hit through it. You got to hit it and then move up. Yeah. And so even though the thing was physically not there, I was like, I knew I was hitting it, but like not hard, but like hard enough. Granted, I've played the drums a little bit, so like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, like, truly was one of the first times in VR where I was like immersed, immersed. That's so cool. That was one of the the few times where I was in VR and I was like, oh shit, this was virtual. So that was a cool experience because I've had, I mean, like I said, I've been it's almost eight years now of me having VR mm-hmm. and. It really hasn't been a lot of like, I'm super immersed. Oh, VR is the best, and I feel like I'm there. It kind of is just like it's a fun thing I'm playing, but like I know there's mm-hmm. a separation. This was the first time where I was like, if you like, if I closed my eyes, I was playing the drums. Like, yeah, there was no. So it was That's really so cool. cool, cool experience. Yeah. Um, 
if anybody is interested in learning how to play the drums, uh, this would be a great way to do it, uh, <laughs> especially because you don't have to buy a drum set. Uh, and if you have kids that want to learn how to play the drums, you don't have to hear them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a brother of a drummer. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I've i never gotten to that point of like fully immersed, but there was one where I'm like, there was one... It's it's on like the Steam beta thing mm. uh, called Ma- uh, Maestro, and I think yeah. you should you told me that, about yeah. it, where you are literally there conducting an orchestra, and it uses hand tracking instead of your uh, controllers. Right. So there's no controller needed, and there's actually a thing in there where they're like, "All right, grab a pencil and hold it in your hand. That is your baton." <laughs> and they're like, "Are you right-handed or left-handed?" So you go in and you actually have to sit there. You're standing on stage in front of this orchestra crowd behind you. And you're actually, you know, keeping your time and everything like that. And like cueing people while still having to do one of these, you know, keeping your time and like having people hold it up and like cut off their music and everything. Yeah. That was one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I can see VR. I can, I get the love people have for VR. Yeah. Because that is just so cool. Yeah. Cause I'll sit there even when I'm just regularly listening to music, like, and I'll just sit there and I'm sub like just unconsciously just one, two, three, four. And yeah. like timing everything out just because I was a giant fucking band geek throughout school, <laughs> but I'm sitting there picking up and now I can do this. And granted it's just like the beta version yeah. So it's just one song, but still, and it's the only song, and it's like he's like we were talking earlier that twenty thirty minute experience. Yeah. But that was one of the coolest things I've ever done, um, in VR so far. Yeah, like there's things like that where like the racing is obviously immersive, <laughs> but it's also steep to get into that. Like you don't just pick up your headset and you're like, all right, I could go do that now. It's like, nope, you need a wheel. You need a chair. You need a PC that could run all of those things. You need so, pedals. Yeah. So it's, it's a, that's like a steep. So like, yeah, yeah obviously it's going to be immersive, but also it's because you paid for it to be immersive. Um, I like the experiences that are starting to come out now. Like, like the games where like, it's starting to feel like a useful real thing like i've been going back to that arcade style shooter mm-hmm. that i keep telling you what we should play because it's two player um because it's fun it feels like an arcade game that's real like it doesn't feel like a cheap n- like not knockoff but like a lot of the vr games are like oh it's vr so like that's the cool thing like here's ping pong in vr and like it's like the novelty games. Yay. And <laughs> I'm, I feel like we're finally starting to get over novelty VR games mm-hmm. into real VR games. Yeah. Like there was, I was playing one that was like a climber. You have the climb. Oh God. And no. nope, 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 nope. Well, there's nope, a couple nope. that were cheap and they look okay. I was like, that's yeah, all right. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't I like don't. heights. <laughs> well, then there was one where it was really good graphics. And I had to climb, so I was climbing. So I just moved my hand, moved my hand, and then I had to go over there, but I couldn't jump, I couldn't walk, so I had to climb it. So I started climbing, and then I looked down, and I was like, 
Oh, that's far. Oh, that's real far. And, like, the game let you kind of go anywhere instead of, like, climbing on, like, the one climbable area. Like, you could actually move around. And oh, that's could, cool. So, like, if I wanted to put my hand over here to move over, I could have. Yeah. And that was impressive. Like, that was... I'm glad we're getting to that point where it's not like the guided VR where it's like, this is the the game you're going to play, but like, you know, stay on this track because it's like a roller coaster. You have to stay here to do the thing. It's like one of those like house of the dead at the arcade. Right. Well, where that, so, it's like a rail rail game. Right. So that's the, the arcade style shooter that I've been really enjoying mm-hmm. um, is basically time crisis. Um, but in VR. So you could actually like, Oh, I'm totally down for that then. Yeah. So I am absolutely down for it. As long as it's not like jump scares and horror. No, no, no. It's, it's I'm in. It's not jump scary. But it, it ended up like I work out a fucking sweat because you have to like, you know, just like in Time Crisis in the games, when you let go of the pedal, your guy goes and like ducks for cover. Well, there's no pedal. So you have to go duck for cover. <laughs> so I'm over here like, you know, Crouching on the table, like crouching on the floor and then lifting up my head and then fucking moving my hands. And like you could one hand the gun, but it's not as accurate. So you could just be like, bang, 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 and then hope for the best. (laughs) Or if it's a pistol, you could like, you know, double up and the game knows you're doubling up and then you can get better accuracy. And when you have rifles, you could put your hand in the front of the rifle to get better accuracy aim and stuff and like you actually look down the scope if you really wanted to so it's like that is so cool yeah like yes it's a silly arcade game and it is basically time crisis but so we're streaming this soon oh my god it'd be so it's it truly is one of my favorite games right now like i have the boxing ones and i have all the other ones but the silly stupid arcade one is the one that is holding my interest the most because it's fun it mm-hmm. feels it's interactive it 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 rubs the nostalgia but like new at the same time it's like mm-hmm. oh you loved time crisis and house of the dead and all those style games oh, i love well, those games well here it is in vr and i'm like yeah you fucking got me i yeah. hands tied you got me yeah vr pretty damn cool yeah <laughs> so because i've been wanting to do that like I, I've been wanting to get more into VR because I've been using it as a pseudo workout kind of thing. Yeah. Like I've I've I try to do about twenty minutes or so of Beat Saber a day, right. just something to get me moving and you know I'll keep up with the tempo and like I, I think it's the the campaign mode or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There are challenges where your arms need to move six hundred meters in this song. Mm. So I'm sitting there and it's, I could easily just go wham wham wham. Right. But instead I'm like. and i'm sure if there was a camera in my room when i'm doing this i look like the biggest fucking weirdo just like flailing around and trying to take flight so when the basement is set up that is something i am going to be trying to hook up is you know those streamers who have like the camera and you can actually see them as they're doing the thing it turns out it's not actually that hard to do it's a program you run yeah so i downloaded the program Uh, you just need space so I think when the basement's done, I am actually going to have like you get one of these cameras that we're not using during the streams uh, set up for that. Oh, that'd be so cool. We could actually like because tabletop my, Tuesdays. Well, my my game plan was from if we do iRacing and stuff like that, I could have a camera on us 
or on me for the racing, especially if I get the one where you could, you know, move and stuff. Oh my god! Because you could have the camera on us and just be, yeah. you know, watch me wreck and then look down in the corner and see me just like. <laughs> Yeah, me and I'm sitting there, I'm like, Joe, turn, turn, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. Get off the gas, get off the gas, get off the gas. I'm like, I'm off everything, my hands are off, I'm crashing. <laughs> so I am I am excited about that. I also, um, while we're on VR, uh, Steam Link released Steam Link VR. So instead of using Oculus VR on your PC to connect, you can go now directly through Steam. Oh, that Which is clutch. Is big and not big at the same time. Uh, it's cool that you now no longer need the Oculus p- app on your PC to get in. Um, but there are a couple drawbacks in that if you have anything on the Oculus store or a Windows game that is VR a la iRacing or something like that, mm-hmm. doesn't work anymore. So... There are goods and bads. I like, I have a, a lot of my games are on the Steam library, so I actually end up going back and forth. Yeah. And I wanted to test it. I wanted to see how it worked because it is new. Um, and it worked pretty damn good. It had a couple features that are nice to have that Oculus didn't. Um, like it does like auto compression. So like if you have not great internet, it'll actually adjust the details on the fly. Oh, that's cool. Um Instead of just kind of like lagging out and then you like having a seizure. Because um, when it starts to lag out, boy, do you get sick real fast. Here's looking um, at you, iRacing. <laughs> yeah. But um, th- it was it was really cool to go back and forth and to have options to kind of go right from the headset and be like, oh, you know what? I want to play a Steam game. I'm going to go directly into Steam instead of what I had to do, which was go to Oculus, then go to my Oculus home then go to Steam Link or Steam and then go to the Steam Home because they all have different places for you to stand. Oh um, like Steam, you have a little house. I have like a little little garden area and like my, my games and stuff are on a wall. And then Oculus, I have a different house mm-hmm. in a different place. And so to be to have to go from like one to one to one was just kind of annoying. Yeah. So I like that they put that in there directly. Um, use VR to get in the VR to get in the VR. Yeah. So you could play your game in VR. Yeah. But it's, it's been good. I like the games that are starting to come out are, are fun and interesting and mm-hmm. different. And we just need more of those developers. We need the real developers, uh, to come out, but I'm glad that like the accessory companies are finally coming out with like full body tracking. That's easy to hook up. Yeah. Sony of all people. Really released body trackers that are little tiny things and you just put them. I think it was wrist, wrist, foot, foot, thigh, thigh, and stomach. I think that was where you put all of them, Hmm. but you didn't need like the vibe. Like, so there's two different ways to track VR that are popular. One is like the quest. There's like a bunch of cameras on this and it tracks out. So it's, it's called outward tracking. Um, and then the other one is the old style, which Vive had, which had the big boxes up in the corners of the room. So you'd put one in one corner, one in the other corner. And then those were basically shooting IR signals around the room a bajillion times a second. And then it was tracking the headset and the controllers based on the infrared movement. So that's 
uh, inward out or whatever it is. So I might have swapped it. But those are the two ways to do VR. The cheaper method is the way Quest is using with the cameras, uh, but it is also becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, with that being said, all of the trackers for the body usually used Vive as the tracker because it was easy to just add a piece of plastic with the thing on it with the sensor yeah, and then be like, hey, use that thing up there to, to find me because it's easy to find. Um, there wasn't a good way to get the cameras to sense things it couldn't see, like your stomach and your feet. Yeah, the, something the cameras, that's behind it, below it, whatever. Yeah, the, the cameras can't see, you know, behind them. Yeah. So there are finally now things coming out that just clip on and then hook up to like the PC or whatever. And all you have to do is kind of run through like a quick configuration and like do like a test of like, put your hands out, put your hands up, put your hands down, put your feet up, put your feet out, stuff like that. Yeah, Do the hokey pokey and yeah. you're ready to go. And then they work. Like there was a guy dancing. Well, a lot of the reason people use them for is dancing. Yeah. Uh, like VR chats and stuff like that is to, you know, be able to, and I'm like, okay, we're getting there. We're finally, we're getting there. We're getting stuff that like, doesn't rely on one type of VR to function. We're finally getting close to, uh, like, I could just plug in my stuff and then turn on a game. That's so cool. And I'm glad. I'm. F- it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad. Um, so that's that's been my rant about VR and why it's great. Um, <laughs> so... Then I had a first world problem. <laughs> oh God! Here we go. So my wife, my wife got laid off. Mm-hmm. She had her work computer in her office next to her regular PC that I got her, and she's like, "I don't want the monitor anymore because I'm not going to use it." I'm like, "But it's an ultra wide." She's like, "Yeah, but I'm not going to use it." I'm like, "But do you want to replace your two monitors with the one ultra wide?" She's like, no, the two wide ones technically are more. And I'm like, yeah, it's technically correct. Um, okay, well, I guess I'll bring it downstairs. And I started like, okay, but what am I going to use it for? I already have two 27-inch like, gaming <laughs> monitors, like 165 hertz gaming monitors. Yeah. And then I have my 20-inch that I turn sideways for like chats and stuff. I was like, I could... I guess put the ultra wide in the middle and then do a 27 and a 27, but that feels excessive. And the ultra wide is only 145 Hertz, not 165. I'd be, oh. I'd be losing like 20 frames a second playing like FPS games. So then I'm going back and forth. I'm like, oh, but my main monitor was like $700 and my other monitor was like $600. And this one's only $500. So like, I went back and forth. And I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, but my desk isn't big enough. I can't, I literally can't fit all three of these. Like, this isn't like a theoretical problem here. It physically doesn't fit. So we've, I've been wanting the bigger version of my desk for a while. It's just the tabletop, like the bottom, you just unscrew and slide it out. So, um, I was like, this might be the reason. Last time I didn't buy it was because it was sold out. So mm-hmm. the only reason I have the small one is because the big one was sold out, like the tabletop. Oh, God. So I checked Ikea, and this time the little one was sold out and the legs, but the top table was in stock. So I was like, 
Hey. <laughs> Check, please. I'm going to Ikea. Oh, so I picked up the top. It was like 70 inches long. Still barely fits. So now I have my 27, a 32 ultra wide, and a 27. And uh, for those who don't know what an ultra wide is, it is like basically having one and a half monitors in one monitor. I love my ultra wide. So it's a 3440 by 1440p ultra wide. And then my other ones are 2560 by 1440. So my entire setup is 1440p. So it like moving things back and forth doesn't like shrink and expand and shrink and expand. Um, so what you're saying is you're going to buy a desk clamp for your wheel and now race in triples <laughs> instead of VR. <laughs> you're in they're the all car. Sli- they're all slightly <laughs> curved. So it is like, yeah, it would be wrapped around. It just puts you in the car. Yeah, it, w- it would be in car. So that was one of the things that I was going to bring up. I'm like, I haven't used the ultra wide yet. For any racing kind of thing. Like, I haven't turned on a single racing game to see how it is. I did play Counter-Strike, which was weird. I am not used to having that much field of view (laughs) in a first-person shooter. It kind of feels like cheating. To be able to, like, just... Like, this person wouldn't exist in a regular monitor. You have fucking peripheral vision yeah, I in have, a first-person shooter. I, you do, because <laughs> if if you think about it, it would end here, right? That's like a normal monitor. But I don't end here. I end here. So that little bit is someone who can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a weird adjustment, because I've never had an ultra-wide before. Uh, especially for gaming, I, I haven't, you know, I, I stick to more traditional screens. Mm-hmm. So to switch to an ultra wide and then play the games that I've normally been playing and like I've been playing Power World and like that's when I realized most games aren't set up for ultra wide screen because there's just big black bars on all the menus and stuff. Like yep. <laughs> the first time I noticed something like that, I've been in a big Starfield kick. I love that game. I know it gets a lot of flack and... Some of the criticism is very true, (laughs) but the time I noticed something was off is every time I go into any of the menus, like the crafting menu, even when I pause the game, it actually condenses everything. Oh, it sometimes I'll get a black bar, but there was a new update where I don't get the black bar anymore. Mm. It just kind of, you know how when you're watching the news and they play a vertical cell phone video and it kind of blurs the corners. Yeah. That's essentially what it does. So they fixed it. They fixed it by just kind of <laughs> adding a little fuzz to the side. Yeah, we, we, quote, fixed it. I mean, it's Bethesda. It just works. Right, right, of course. I love glitches in Bethesda games. <sighs> I, it's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of, um, Pal World is still very much alpha. Because I went and I smacked a pal with a baseball bat like one of these days and sent it into orbit. And I was like, oh, guess I'm not catching that one. And then one of my other friends was on my server and was beating a pal to try to catch it and then beat it into the map. (laughs) (laughs) So he couldn't get it. (laughs) I... There have been so many people who are telling me I need to buy the game. It I is. just need to bite the bullet and hit purchase. It's literally sitting in my cart you, in Steam. You really should. There's been pretty much consistently people playing on the server at this point. 
Um, like my girlfriend's brother has told me to buy it. Yeah, it's fun. You have told me to buy it several times. My brother has told me to buy it. Yes. The internet is telling me to buy it. Correct. It is fun. It is. It is truly a lot of fun. It's it's like I told you. It's like Valheim meets Fortnite meets Ark meets, I guess, kind of Pokemon. But it's it's fun. Graham got it. So as a as a gift for him uh, playing the game, when he logged into the server, I gave him one of the syndicate uh, literal people, like human. <laughs> and I was like, here, Graham, this one's for you. This is to make up for lost time. <laughs> <laughs> I taught him an electric move because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> oh, my God. And it turns out you can teach the humans uh, any move you want. So that has horrifying ethical uh just a little bit. <laughs> ethical questions but y- yeah. y- you know but it's it's been a lot of fun that's awesome that's all i'm saying it's a lot of fun <laughs> i might have to buy that when i get home yeah you might i i, I might i got to record one more race for my youtube channel and then i'll be done for the week <laughs> so i might we, have to do that and then we got a race <laughs> there are so many things that i've been wanting to stream here on the channel yeah. It's like, I'll do my races and I stream them on, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to put any iRacing on this channel. <laughs> well. Of my own. <laughs> I'll put Joe's. <laughs> not my own. Arguably way worse. <laughs> um, But we both love Clone Hero. Mm-hmm. So we need to definitely do a stream of that. Oh, I, um, because uh, Rock Band, uh, I think was last week they finished. It's, it's like done. Yeah. They announced their very last final DLC. Yeah. So I found a guy on Reddit who has all of that DLC that someone has been up to date keeping on clone hero. Oh damn. But because they are still active development, they haven't released it on like, um, the, there's like a big Excel document that's on Google docs that basically has like all the links of where to get like songs for clone hero. Um, it has not been on that list because it's active development and they didn't want to get in trouble and you know, understandable. Yeah. yeah. But someone shared that with me. So I am up to like 11,000 songs on my clone hero. (laughs) Holy shit. It is at the point now. And I found another website today. It's like rhythm something where it's like more put together songs. Okay. Um, Cause the thing with clone here is a lot of people put them on like expert, expert plus expert plus plus where like, eh, not everyone's going to play them. Yeah. And then where it's just a, uh, yeah. And I have to be fair. I have some of those, uh, but I like having the ones where like everything is in there. Cause eventually I do want to be able to plug in my electric drum set and then use that for clone hero. Cause that yeah. is something you could do. Yeah. Um, but not a lot of the songs have the drum part. I found out this one website basically is like a more put together version of like all of those Excel documents. And you could actually collect like all of the songs with all of the instruments and not some of the instruments. So excited for that. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, Clone Hero uh, has been updated. I will I will share my Yeah, I, I need to you. read because I never re-downloaded Clone Hero mm-hmm. on... My current PC. Uh, so I definitely need to get that. But yeah, we got to do that. We got to do Pal World. Yeah. There's a lot of other games 
we need to finish Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah. Because I think we, I don't even think we made it to Act 2 yet. We didn't. (laughs) There's there's a lot more chaos that needs to happen. Right where we left off is where I have stopped playing Baldur's Gate. I have not played it. It's my, that's, that's the ADHD problem of like, I can't play games alone because I get bored. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where I need another person to play those type of games that are like story driven because even though it is fun and I was having fun, I literally can't play it alone. I just, Mm -hmm. my brain just doesn't let me turn it on. Yeah. Like I need another person. I am almost the exact opposite Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm a burden when I play games like that. Because I am the hoarder pack rat mm. who goes around to open every single barrel. And I mean every barrel. I do the I same know. thing, though. I just say it quiet. I do it quietly. <laughs> so, like, I I have, I, I don't even want to know how many hours I put into my first playthrough of Baldur's Gate. Just because I would go to every single box and pick something else. And it's and I put off doing the main missions until I've finished every single side mission. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I probably know. a good seventy-ish hours into Starfield. I'm finally getting around to like the third act of the game mm. because I've gone to all the different side missions and all the different like faction missions. And you know, I when I turn on a game, it's basically like a shot clock has been activated. I have X amount of days that I'm going to enjoy this game. I need to pack in as much time as possible. So I need to go as far as possible, as fast as possible. Because if I don't finish that in like... So you're speed running without the speed. <laughs> yeah. I get I get like three to four days. Like three to four mm-hmm. good days. Like Power World is even like starting to fade for me a little bit unless other people are online. Like I can't go and just play the game mm-hmm. because I need the other people there. to. So like it's already starting. Yeah. And it, it, like, I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, that's why I'm shocked you don't do a lot of iRacing. I thought you were going to say Adderall. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried Adderall in gaming yet, so I don't know how that works. Oh, we. I think we both know how that's going to work. I don't know. It can, go, it can go 50-50. I could either be really into it but still need other people or, like, not give a single fuck and just zone in like I did when I was, like, 14. I got to get you better at road course racing so we can do the 24-hour races. Mm. You, me, two other people. I would love to do that for um, that that fundraising. Extra life. life. Uh, That is in... On November 2nd, I just looked it up. I was actually going to sign up. I was this close. But then I, I think we needed... I needed a little bit more information. And I was like... Oh wait. Well, maybe we'll do that later. <laughs> we we should probably start planning now because yeah. knowing us, it'll be like, "Hey, we have all these great ideas." Oh shit, it's November 1st. Yeah, Isn't that tomorrow? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I want to get people involved. But I, I I I think we both have some pretty good ideas for content and all that kind of stuff for it. Oh yeah. So that, that should be a, a good time. I I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, fundraising is always, you know, uh, a, a thing that I think we always try to kind of help and make sure, you know, we, we could do what we could do. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
plus shenanigans. Uh, just 24 hours of shenanigans. Yeah. I know they're like, you don't have to stream the whole time. <laughs> and we're like, no, 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 no. That's, we do. That's not how this works in this house. <laughs> we would just have to find a central area to keep the computer and swap things back right, and just, forth. Yeah, move move things. I might like, bring my computer from my house to bring as like a secondary setup and have that plugged in. I have like 60, <laughs> 60 foot HDMI cords for everything and like make sure we're good. No, I, I think by then hopefully our Cables basement, everywhere. Our basement should be done so we can kind of like use the basement as a central hub <laughs> for 24 <laughs> hours. Oh God, the poor smell that's going to be down there. That's oh, fine. We're going to have a bathroom down there and a shower. We'll be able to move in between. But like, I want to get like other people involved. Like not just the two of us. I want to get like a, like a little team mm-hmm. that we can kind of like switch back and forth and be like, all right, I'm going to go nap for like an hour. This is what's going yeah. on over here. Or like, I'm going to shower because I just played VR for three hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to go over here. You guys take control. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go over here. The B team's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably the A team. We were the B team. But that's uh, something that I, uh, I'm, I'm excited for. Um, but we could even put up a little stream of our bird buddy. That is true. <laughs> so last week, I bought up Bird Buddy. Um, bird Buddy is uh, a little birdhouse that you could put wherever on your outside, uh, as long as you're in Wi-Fi range. It has a little camera on there, and um, as birds come in and sit on the little thing to eat, uh, a camera turns on and just takes like a minute worth of video, and then... Uh, a little snapshot of like what it thinks was like the best, uh, and then you get a little notification, like uh, this, yeah, like 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 that, uh, up on the screen in the upper, right, left? my left. left, right here. Well, my left. You're looking at you might be your right. I don't. Know. I don't know how this works. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just hit the button to make the picture change. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you could see in the bottom corner, it actually does. Uh, check out what bird species. Right That's there. on the bottom left. Right there. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a really cool app or device. I don't know what you want to call so it. Cool. Um, and I think the the most fun part is you get little uh little mailbox. You get little uh what do it's they call little, them? Little ring camera for birds. Pretty much. That is so cool how, like, I have one of the videos up on the screen right now. And that just, that looks so cool. So you get uh, postcards. So through the app, uh, you get a little postcard. When a bird comes in and eats some food and takes a, gets a little photo taken, um, you get a little postcard of the photo of the bird and then, like, 58 seconds worth of the footage of whatever was on there. Um and it, it looks really good, too. It's not like a shitty, like, you know, two-megapixel yeah, webcam. That quality is you, good. You get, like, you can really see the details of the birds. Look at that. Um, oh, hello, friend. And what I've learned, or what we've learned, is uh, bird food really changes the type of birds you get. Hmm. Uh, I thought you just put bird food out, and then you get birds. Uh, turns out the food that we put up, uh, finches really like. So we've been getting pretty much nothing but finches because this is the food that we got. Um, I I wish I had 
the company name. I ordered uh, a pole, like a, a big like cast iron bird pole feeder thing. And the company is like, it's not, it's like the micro center of birds. <laughs> if, if that, if well, that birds makes, aren't real. So that makes sense. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> if that makes any sense, it's like, it's a bird pet supply store, but like, I think mostly for birds and they do have stores like around the U S but not a lot of them. So it's like the micro center for bird supplies. That's so cool. Um, but they ended up having like one of the best rated like uh, like poles that like this thing kind of just fit into. Hmm. So I got it and uh, modified it. I needed a hacksaw because there's like a little bird on the thing that I needed to cut off to fit ours on. Um, but with my order, they ended up giving me like a five pound thing of like bird food, which that's cool. Like completely unnecessary. Yeah. Nothing I ordered. I just ordered a pole from them and that's pretty much it. And like a little ground thing. And they ended up giving us like a bag of bird food or like a little note that was like, you know, let us know if you need um, anything else. Welcome uh, to our our store. Um, you know, stop in if you need anything. That's so I was cool. Like, it's like, I didn't realize that like bird hobby was big enough that like, there are dedicated stores for bird. Now, oh, yeah. Pet supplies, just bird. Birding. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool. Uh, so that's the the food that we put out there was like their food. And it turns out uh, finches. All <laughs> Oops, all finches. Um, well, the, the uh, eastern goldfinch is the official bird in New Jersey. So we haven't gotten a gold one yet. We've got a lot of red finches, a lot of house finches. That one's really pretty. Um, no we got, idea. We got a purple is. finch, which was weird because on the camera it looked red, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it was, it's interesting that um, there are so many different uses for tech stuff that like we're getting smart bird feeders and stuff like that. It, it kind of, um, it was, it's, it's an interesting thing that like our generation and I guess, like, I guess it would fall under Gen Z. Uh, we're, like, going back to, like, the simpler times. Like, right? why don't we look at the birds? Like, <laughs> let's go look at the birds. Let's, let's go to the park and look at the birds. Yeah, we want to we wanna just look at the birds and just relax and, like, take, take Cozy. time. Yeah, and, like, that's kind of what we're going back to. Oh, I love it. I'm all for that. Yeah, and um, it's just, it's so funny to be doing the same thing that, like, are the older generations did, which is like new twist. It's techie. Like, yeah, it's, it's that it's the thing you did, but like better because you needed binoculars and you couldn't really take a picture or you did, but you needed like, I was getting ready to spend like $3,000 on a camera lens that could zoom far enough out to take a picture of the bird while it sat there and ate a fucking seed. And then this company was like, yeah, why don't you buy this bird food feeder that does the whole goddamn thing and wirelessly for like two ninety nine, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I will. You don't know me." <laughs> and I thought it was kind of gonna be like a, a a cheesy, like not great quality, but like 
a fun thing to have. And then we hooked it up and I started seeing the photos come in. I'm like, oh, damn, this is like, that's really good. This is real. This is. And if you're you're watching this on Twitch, and again, uh, if you're a podcast listener, you can check this out on YouTube as well, yeah. um, as well as the uh, VOD on Twitch. Um, I have this shrunk down. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. It. Um. I you mean, know, I'll I, blow it up a little bit more for uh, for our Twitch viewers here. Yeah, I can blow them up. This is like the normal size that they give you. That's so cool. So you get like little postcards and then um, through the app, you could actually explore other people's feeders. Uh, like you can go to like, uh, here's Hawaii. You can kind of just go and visit oh, Hawaii, wow. uh, you know, tropical gardens, stuff like that. So you can hmm. visit like other people's um, bird buddies, which is hilarious. Um, but also um, my wife, um, sent uh i think three of her friends invites so at any given time they could just log in and check the bird buddy and that's so cool and so when they get (laughs) so when we get postcards they get postcards (laughs) that's awesome um so it's like a fun little that's cool it it marks these as a mystery visitor i think because there were two of them it was confused because I think it followed up on that with what they were and mystery visitor. <laughs> so, ah, oh, house finch. Yeah. But <laughs> mystery visitor so, it's just its butt. <laughs> so I I I grabbed that photo specifically because it looks like it's doing stanky legs. <laughs> and I laughed really hard, so I saved that photo. <laughs> it's pretty good, not going to lie. <laughs> so we we get a bunch. Um we have it set to like burn the most amount of battery, but give us the most amount of pictures mm-hmm. um, because they're fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're being spied on by the bird buddy. Yeah. Um, but it's um, it's a fun little gadget. And I, I like, I, I like that um, we're still able to do the fun, like, old quote old style things um but just with like a new uh twist on it yeah like yeah my my brother went uh bird watching yesterday i think actually (laughs) he just took our dog for a walk went to the park and brought his binoculars and just kind of to see what we can get walked around saw what to do he's like yeah i saw a few birds i was looking at one i was watching one and my dog decided to uh jump off the little boardwalk that they have going through (laughs) And it's only, it's probably just from like jumping off the table, maybe yeah. even like shorter. Yeah. But he's like sitting there. He's got like her leash, her two leashes because she's a psychopath around his wrist. <laughs> um, and he's like looking through the binoculars and everything, and she just goes, "Yo, it'd be fun <laughs> down there." <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd be great over there and not right here because <laughs> something smells like something, and I need to check it out. Yeah. What? does it smell like so uh it's been fun i, I that like is so cool i i like uh, things like that like I, I i like that we're going backwards but forwards mm-hmm. like we're gardening again our generation is farming more but like all local um yeah and i i've been seeing all of these like urban um 
farming tips, like how to how to maximize small properties to get like mass amounts of. And I saw they use the you know the the Home Depot buckets, those those orange buckets. So they just build a two by four frame, literally just two by fours that hold three buckets and then another layer, three buckets, another layer, three buckets. It maybe takes three feet by four feet worth of space. And then each one of those buckets, they put a tomato plant in. Each oh, wow. tomato okay. plant grows to about five or six feet. So they end up having nine tomato plants in a three by four. And I'm like, that's so smart to just use such a small amount of space, but get that much and then not have to dig holes in the ground. Like you don't have to go and dig them out later or whatever, yeah. change all the dirt. Every, you just dump out the bucket and then put fresh dirt the next year that has all the nutrients back in it. You're good. I'm like, oh, yeah. smart. I'm probably going to do that this year. Right? <laughs> well, even even sitting here, you have your uh, your garden plant thing there. Yeah. You got the small little herb garden thing there. Yeah. Got You're growing your avocado. <laughs> slowly but surely. We actually have apples in there too. My wife's trying to grow apples. And I think they're like, I think they're like four or five inches now. Like those are like legit. Those are apple trees. That's so cool. She's got two apple trees growing in here. I was like, are those? She's like, yeah, those are apple trees. How long is that going to take to have apples? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> should we find out? Like, is this like, it's like a 10 or 15 year process? Is it like three years? Like lemons? Like, what are we, what are we going for here? <laughs> we'll find out. Turns out seven to 10 years. So my, my brother did something similar. He, he graduated um, from uh, basically with a degree in ecology. And because his school is extra, mm. he got a tree mm. as a graduate, as like for graduating. <laughs> so he took we, that tree. It's like what we used to get in Earth Day. And planted it in like my grandmother's backyard. That's now his house. Mm -hmm. So he's growing a tree that he got at graduation. And it's been there since he graduated. I don't even know how many years ago. That's funny. Like five, six years ago. It's, you know, just. Growing in the back, little little tiny sapling. So do you remember when we were in like elementary school for Earth Day, they used to give us the little fucking sticks? Oh, yeah. It was like this big. So my dad used to take those and just plant them in the backyard. My grandfather would do that. So when we left our house, there were six or seven of these <laughs> fucking 15 plus foot Christmas trees. <laughs> That my dad never thought would actually grow yeah. <laughs> in like the most random locations. Because he's like, ah, I'll just put it in the ground. Eh, something will come out of fine. it. And I don't know if they do that anymore. I don't know if the kids get like the trees anymore for Earth Day. I I don't know. But they that's uh, that was so cool. Because my grandfather would do that for me. Uh, mine would never stick. Because he would put them. <laughs> and, you know, my grandfather old school Italian. Mm -hmm. Like his mother was pregnant with him when they immigrated to America, mm. like old school Italian. <laughs> and he would have all these plants and shit all throughout the house. He had his huge garden in their backyard, mm -hmm. you know, all the bushes and whatever trees and plants that I'd bring home, he'd pop them in. Like they had a cherry tree in their backyard. And every year we'd go in, we'd pick cherries, mm -hmm. eat them right off the, you know, right off the tree. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. So, so great. Yeah, we were same boat. My So one of the guys at work, 
there was like there's not a lot of like the the full Italians at our work job. There were like at one point we had like four or five. It was a lot. Um, and they were like one of the guys was like, oh him, he's a guinea. He pointed to me. I'm like, what do you mean I'm a guinea? <laughs> they're like, you're he's like you're a, you're a greaseball Italian. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? He goes, you're not. You're you're like the Italian Italian. You're like we're like normal Italian. You're a greaseball Italian. I'm like, says what? And he goes. I bet you have a, a, a fucking, uh, which we'll call it tree in your house, like in your backyard. Um, fig tree? A fig tree. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Same. <laughs> I was like, Shit, you got me. Damn it. <laughs> not only my old house, but now my new house. Shit. So that's my dad. So my fig tree that we have in our backyard is a sprig off of my grandfather's fig tree that he had in his backyard. Mm -hmm. And when I move out, I'm taking a sprig of that, putting it in my backyard. I hate figs. Yeah. But I'll do like fig jams and like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's like a family tradition. You you got to at this point. You got to. So sorry, Ange, you're probably not watching. But if you are, we're getting a fig tree in the backyard. You just gotta, you you gotta to. get one. It's a, it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like, we don't have a ton of space, and I wanted to put trees in the front, like, because our trees died in the front because they were old. Um, and you I know, forgot you had a tree in the front. We had two trees in the front, and one was growing into the power line, so it had to get pulled down. And the other one that we love died, so it was like thirty. I think when they cut it down, they did like the. The thing it was like 35, oh, which wow. is actually long for those type of trees. They're not supposed to, they only live for like 25 years, turns mm. out. Um, but we wanted to put new trees in they the They have front. like a white lighter somewhere in its like pocket or anything. <laughs> so, well, the, 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 the game plan was I wanted to put like fruit bearing trees in the front. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Why do I, I don't want boring trees. Oh, every summer they turn red for five minutes. It's like, give me fruit or something like I want like apple trees or like I don't know, peach trees or something and my parents were like you can't put this in the front I was like why not yeah. he's like because then people would just be walking by and taking them like so <laughs> okay first of all I'm in a cul-de-sac second of all and the thing is going to produce like 800 pounds of food yeah I'm like what am I going to do with all that neighbors yeah, I'm like here. Yeah, yeah, have some. I don't do you know. want a lemon? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we were doing. We were gonna do lemon, but you can't. Uh, for where we're at, they they won't. They'll freeze. They'll they'll die. Mm-hmm. So we were gonna we're gonna do indoor lemon. So we're gonna have a little little dwarf lemon. Um, that we we can keep. Uh, that's cool because we want lemons. They have. They do lemon and lime, and they basically grow them next to each other, and then, tw- like in entwine them so as they grow they like literally let them wrap into each other like they promote them wrapping into each other so that by the time they get like you know three feet ish all of the branches are everywhere so that you're getting lemons and limes like looks like it's one tree but it's not oh that's so cool so i want to do i want to do that um because i need to get a house it's like the the best (laughs) cocktail tree Oh yeah! <laughs> I love four uh, M Watch says uh, Joe makes fresh sauce and freezes it. Our freezers like an Italian grandma's. Yeah, that is true. Um, I the only thing I have to do. God, that's my family too. The only thing I have to do that is a little. And different, I'm not even Italian. I technically, have to, I have to get the 
the white t-shirt uh, God. that like has a very obvious tomato sauce stain like right around here and then just never clean that stain out. That's the shirt. That's the sauce shirt. Yeah. You'll it's know the it's permanent sauce shirt. You know, it's know, sauce day. You know, it's sauce day when there's the shirt. But yeah, no, I want to do uh, the big one. I wish I had Italian music on this. I have the French song. <laughs> yeah, you have the French song. I, I want to do like the the big sauce day where like you you collect like God knows how many pounds of the plum tomatoes and then you need like a, a friggin' three times the size lobster pot mm-hmm. um, to like just cook sauce outside. The one that's like this big. Oh no, the one that's like, so straight up cauldron. Yeah, it's a cauldron. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cauldron. Cauldron over some open wood flames yes. in the back. Well, that's the only way you're going to get heat on this bitch. Yeah. Um, and I would love to do it outside. I would love to do like the full like tomato sauce, like all the jars. Everyone come with a couple of your friggin' um, mason jars, like the, the one liter mason jars, and then just start handing out sauce. Just Friggin' God knows how many we can make. Just I am all just in on that. Just send it. Um, I would love to. That'd be like one of my... And then I'll, I'll wear my apron the whole time. It says, I will feed goddamn everyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. Um, but, yeah. yeah. That is so cool. It's... it's Cooking has been fun. So, Elena, like I said, my, my wife lost her job. But she's been home... Like, she's still applying to jobs and all that other stuff. But she's like, well, let me try to make bread. And pizza turned out pretty good. So she's going to be make. so she makes more pizza. So she makes the dough. The dough doesn't take that long. It has saved us so much money in ordering pizzas because pizzas got expensive. Yeah. Pizzas here are like $20 each. And if you want to add a topping, they are charging like 3 to $4 per topping. Which is wild. That like, is ridiculous. To add four dollars for onion, what are you going to use? A quarter of an onion? That's like what, thirty cents? Yeah, it's it's wild. But whatever, it's delicious. I get it. But we started making pizza, so she'll make the dough, and then I'll put a bunch of stuff on it, and then you know I made a white pie. It was fucking phenomenal. I put uh Taylor or fucking not Taylor Ham, pork <gasps> roll. <gasps> yeah, I know. I almost said it. Uh, <laughs> emotional damage. No, <laughs> yeah, no I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Um, no, we, we, I finally got to use that button. <laughs> I put pork roll on a white pie instead of ham. Ooh, okay. It was so fucking good. Cause I, I bought like the, the really thick cut pork roll, which I didn't think it was bowling basket. It was shop, right? I, when they said thick cut, I was not expecting how thick they thought it was. It was like legit quarter oh, of an yeah. inch. I can only because I'll do I'll do like a pork roll egg and see pork roll egg and cheese sandwich yeah. for breakfast. I only get the thin cut mm. kind. Yeah, that's the, the what I always because knew. Because it's it's the normal size. Honestly, just looking to get in a Oh yeah, I've I've, I've gotten the thing before. <laughs> but I was at the store and I was like, oh, let me just get the four pack of thick cut. That should be perfect for what I'm going for. Cause I'm going for more of a, a cook, less of a pork roll egg and cheese. Yeah. And I opened it up and I'm like, well, that can't be right. And it's like sealed. I'm like, there's no way four pieces are in here. That's fucking ridiculous. It's like an inch and a half thick. Yeah. And I opened it up and one piece come out. I'm like, oh damn, she thick. <laughs> Got me a chunky one. But I, I cut it up and I threw it onto the pizza and like 
Mm. Ah. But then my wife started, she's like, I want to make white bread. I'll make sandwiches. That way, you know, I could make you things for work and save money and then, you know, bread. So yeah. she ends up making white bread. I have a a device thing that um, her mom device is singing, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if that came through on the, the broadcast. D- dishes are done. So... <laughs> Um, we have a device that my mother-in-law got us for making like white bread. That's like a special container thing. Um, you like put water on it and put the thing and it does its own thing and it's supposed to look like store bought bread. So she ends up making bread. I come home. I taste it. It's fucking phenomenal. I'm like, this just tastes like real bread. Like, I don't, I don't know how to convey that. Like what that means. It's like every time you taste bread from a store, you kind of know it's there's more in there than bread is what your mouth knows. You know yeah, what I mean? Your mouth is like, mm. like it's bread, but, bread. I, but I taste other stuff. It's yeah. not just bread and it's loaded with sugar because got to keep eating more bread. So she made bread and we ate it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking good. And then I was, she ended up making three loaves because that was what the recipe and she didn't realize it was three loaves. She's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if we're going to be able to eat all this bread. I was like, oh, you've called the right person. This bread's going to get eaten. And just wait for a sauce day. You just we'll dip know, it in the sauce. We have all the avocados. I have Kyle's hot sauce. I made some eggs. I consumed. Uh, <laughs> it was so goddamn good. Um, so, again, uh, shout out to Kyle because we are half a bottle through almost almost three quarters of a bottle through of the habanero because my wife found it um and she really likes it so uh as i told bob before the show started kid tested mother approved uh (laughs) (laughs) and um really good it's just on everything. Mm-hmm. It's been fantastic for breakfasts, which is where we consume it the most. But like right before the show, I had, I made uh, impossible burgers and I, I put it on the, the burger and I was like, oh, so good. That's awesome. It's, uh, it's good. You love it. Thanks. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I, uh, I really, I, I bought my brother, um, a bread maker. For like a home housewarming gift kind yeah. of thing. And for Christmas Eve this year, he's like, yeah, I'll make a loaf of bread if you want. I'm like, uh, yes. Yeah, duh. <laughs> so we made the loaf of bread and we're sitting there having the bread with our, you know, shrimp scampi and the, yeah. our modified version of the seven fishes. Yeah. I need him to make more. It's, he brought it to his house. It's, it's wild. I need him to make more. It's wild how simple it is and how much you get for how little... It is. And then we found out, not that we found out, but I have like four different flowers at the house. I have like your general flower. I have pizza grade flour. I have bread flour. And so the first loaf my wife made was just general flour. Like all purpose flour? Yeah, just bread. And it was good. It tasted great. But then I was like, you know, we have bread flour, right? She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's like four bread. So she's like, I didn't know there was a difference. And I was like, I. There might not be. I don't know. Yeah. So she tried it again. Flour. So she tried it again yesterday uh, because we consumed all the bread. Um, She tried it with the bread flour. Completely fucking different. 
Wow. Okay. It was like more airy, tasted like looked more like white bread. Was a little bit more spongy, like completely different. And then we did the same thing with the pizza. We made pizza with like the general flour. Flour. Um, I was like, no, we have the we have pizza flour, like the double zero. So double zero is like as fine as you can get flour. Mm. Uh, and that's what you're supposed to use for pizza, I guess. Um, so she ended up trying with the the pizza flour. And again, completely different, but we got like those air pockets, like the Napoleon style with like the big air pockets on the crust that like brown a little bit. And then like, and oh, yeah. I was like, oh shit, this makes a huge difference. <laughs> like I didn't think, truthfully, I didn't think, I thought it was just like a marketing thing. And I'm like, yeah, flowers, flour, and it's fucking dead set. Yeah. And then I was wrong. I was, I was so very wrong. <laughs> um, so to all you people out there who are baking, if you're trying something different, um, a lot of the recipes do call for general, just cause it's probably what most people have. Uh, if you really want to taste something different or like, more akin to the original really go out of your way and like if you're gonna buy if you're gonna make pizza get pizza flour if you're gonna make bread get bread flour it is truthfully totally like, worth it com- yeah completely different um and it's it's wild but like yeah I, I don't know the bread making thing has been great um she's been going a little overboard on like recipes throughout the day she's like i didn't know what to do so i made three things for dinner and i'm like why? She's like, well, you have lunch tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And I'm like, okay, maybe we slow that down. We, we make <laughs> one thing for dinner. <laughs> but she's, you know, trying to stay active and, and oh, do yeah. stuff. And then it, she's like, but it's good. So I want to keep baking. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll just eat the thing that we made and then we'll have more. It's ingredients. We can make them literally at will. It's, yeah, it's fine. Just, poof. Yeah, it's you wait a couple hours and then it exists. It's we could do this. It's okay. I don't need trust me. If you keep making bread at this level, I will keep eating it at this level. <laughs> there is my body will not say no. This is the thing I eat the most of. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I need I need nothing else. I there's butter, I have hot honey, I will consume. I will never say no to bread. Never. It's impossible. Like I, I got home late lunch, still full. She's like, I make bread. You want to try it? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) My stomach says no, (laughs) but shut up. (laughs) My brain was like, we're in. And my stomach was like, ah, I have like, I have like four seconds. I just give me, give me like a breather. You know, as you put butter on that, I'll work through it. And then that's how my body works. Yeah. I don't Quick, know. I'll fart, make a little more room. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Just golden. shimmy on the chair or something. I could fit a little bit more. <laughs> Hop up and down on one foot. It's like the people who do the competitive hot dog eating. They do like this little thing. Oh, my God. Uh, and it turns out that's to aid in moving the hot dogs through the digestive tract. Oh. Yeah. The things you learn. Sorry well, for sharing that information with you. Well, I guess on that bombshell, <laughs> I think that might be a good time to call it quits for the day. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, thanks y'all for uh, for hanging out with us here tonight on the Tabletop Trio podcast. As always, you could find the video of this episode on Thursdays 
on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Tabletop Trio. Also, you can find the podcast wherever you find podcasts, uh, as well as our website, tabletoptrio.com. That's where you can go to watch us live, check out all episodes and all the other fun stuff that we've got going on. I can't believe we're on episode 45. Are we? Yeah. Damn. Just did uh, 44 last week. AKA I'm uploading it right now. Uh, so you get double episodes tomorrow when you hear this. My bad. Um, it happens. But yeah, as always, you can check us out on all the different social medias and all that. If you want to reach out to us, check us out online, tabletoptrio.com. So for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. This has been Tabletop Trio. Have a great night. <laughs>